Welcome to the Seller Roundtable e-commerce coaching and business strategies with Andy Arnott and Amy Wees. Right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, during this whole process, whether you're just starting out or even kind of scaling, getting to the next level, writing yourself out of the business, uh, what are some of the, you know, main hurdles or some, some of the, the pitfalls that you see a lot of people fall into during this process? Yeah. So um, one of the, the, the most common is that, um, people, uh, when, when they start, discover this thing called uh, delegation you know they get into delegation fever uh, which means that they they really enjoy they they, they feel they feel great uh, not doing something <laughs> so they start to to just hand over everything you know they they find one person and they just give them everything they just dump all the tasks to to that one person so that's really one of the most common mistake um, you should you should always, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, give responsibilities to people based on their strengths, first of all. So, so you, you don't want to give like creative tasks to your PPC manager, um, probably because, because, you know, usually if you're like kind of analytic mind, you know, you're not creative doesn't it's not necessary like that, but usually it is. So, so it's better, you know, to outsource, your different tasks to different people based on their strengths. So that's that's the number one thing. And then, you know, having like a, a structured way on how to delegate things. No, so most people really delegate uh, tasks like just, um, I don't know, maybe through, through a chat or, or an email. They just ask, hey, John, do this for me. Maybe, you know, without a, a really structured way. And that, that's that's really what makes um, everything confusing and creates chaos because um, you know you should hand over things in a certain way. And uh, like there is there is a framework that I really like that I, I learned from uh, uh, Clockwork, which is uh, it's a very famous book, uh, which people who have the video will see behind me. But um, um, it, it's it's a, it's an interesting framework uh, to on how to delegate. Uh, tasks, which is called IPO. So IPO stands for uh, information permission outcome. So you should so so a, a frame a way to to outsource to to uh, delegate something. It, it should start from giving the information every all the information that people need in order to to perform that task. So for example, you should give them the uh, the login credentials. You should give them the step by steps, you know, so through a video through through an SOP. Uh, in different ways you should give all the information needed in order to perform that tasks. You most of the time people like forget uh, half of the things that people uh, should should know before to to start uh, doing that task. So, you know, they end up either um, not doing that task well, or, or, or just, you know, sometimes they are afraid uh, to ask you something because, um, um, you know, they just don't want to show off as a, as a uh, weak or, or that they don't do, they don't know how to do things, but that's really your fault. If, if they, if your uh, employees or VAs are not doing the task the way you want okay so that's the first thing information then permission so you should give them actually like a verbal or written permission to do things okay and how how far they can go 
in the process. So, so you should really tell them, okay, you uh, have these tasks. Uh, you can do. You can go as far as doing this. If the situation uh, requires you to take some decisions, you either give them the permission to take the decision. Okay. So, for example, let's say just to be more concrete, in, in like um, in a more um, in, in an example, uh, let's say you hand over customer service emails. Okay. So, one of the criteria you can use is that instead of uh, um, not saying anything, not, not giving any permission because people just don't know about this framework, um, you just say, okay, just reply to, to the customer service emails. Okay, so that person will reply to the customer service emails, but then one day some, somebody wants a, a refund or, or like um, wants to, um, yeah, what, what, what would like to get a refund and they don't know how to act. So you should tell them, uh, you have the permission to actually decide on whether uh, that customer deserve um, a refund or not. Okay. Otherwise, every time every sit some situation happen, they will come back to you and ask you, "Can I do this? Can I do that?" So prevent prevent this waste of time of these people going back and forth, and just give them the permission right away. Okay, and you, you can tell them, okay, you can give refund up to $50, for example, and above $50, you have to ask me. Okay, so that's, that's an example of how permission works. And then the last thing is outcome. So be very clear on what's the outcome. So how the successful results look like and what a, and what a, a, a not successful results look like. So you really need to be clear on, on what's, what's the, that task about and how should be performed. So uh, I love that through IPO. Yeah, I love that. So you, I love you, that you gave that example too, because that makes people, you know, let, lets people really kind of know that the practicality of, of, uh, of deploying something like that. Um, and I also love that you mentioned, you know, a lot of people, especially if they're early on, you know, hiring like one VA, right? Really small business, but, and, but they try to push all these different tasks to them, right? Like they want a jack of all trades. Uh, but especially in a business like a, like an e-commerce Amazon business, you know, somebody who does PBC is not going to probably be very good at, at customer service or vice versa, right? It just doesn't compute, even though, you know, of course you want this dream person who's going to step in and offload all this stuff from you immediately. But what you really need to, to realize is, is that's not going to work well in the long run. Um, the other thing that, you know, a lot of people don't realize, and, and, you know, this takes a lot of self-awareness and also awareness of your business is, you know, if you're getting somebody in who's a customer service person, that's probably what they enjoy doing, right? That's why they're out there kind of saying, Hey, I want to be a customer service person. They probably enjoy interacting with people and doing those things. Whereas, you know, somebody who's, who's doing PPC might hate that. And then, you know, and then they might end up leaving, you know, not wanting to work with you anymore because they hate what they're doing. Right. And not only that, but especially if it's a, a customer focused position, the customer is going to realize that that person hates doing it and they probably won't have a good experience. Right. So there's a lot of uh, self-awareness of your, uh, of, of people you're hiring and the needs of your business and also not trying to, to get all this like jack of all trades, who's going to come in, you know, what you'd probably be better off to doing is, is just, you know, delegating those tasks to people who specialize in it, but just give them less hours, right? Say, Hey, I need a customer service person for five hours a week. I need a PPC person for five hours a week. I need, um, you know, somebody who's good at sourcing new products for 10 hours a week. In other words, 
you know, maybe hiring, some, you know, spending 40 hours a week in, um, you know, in hours in terms of labor, but maybe splitting those up between multiple freelancers or, or, you know, multiple people until you get to the point where you can hire those people full time. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. And uh, that's, that's, uh, that's, yeah, also yeah, what I mentioned a little bit in the uh, before, and uh, definitely it works better to have have like multiple people with less time than than hoping to find uh, that unicorn <laughs> that doesn't exist you know there is nobody can really take care of everything uh, so and you also that's also like a strategy for you to be more uh, to to build more security in your business because uh, everything can happen um, some of your employees might be uh, might get pregnant or might get might get fever might get covid or or you know they for different reasons you know they're human so they might get married or so and so on so it's better if, if you have like one person that it's handling everything then uh and that person gets sick then you're screwed uh, instead if you have like five people and one of them uh, has to leave for for a week or two and that would not be maybe a big problem and, and also what SOPs and systems uh, do is that uh, makes all the tasks uh, easily replicable. So like you can easily say to, to somebody else um, to, to basically replace one of your team member as soon as uh, he or she is, is, uh, has to leave or is temporarily unavailable because you can just say, okay, go over this, this SOP or system um, watch the videos, follow the steps, and uh, you're good to go. So that that really um, lowers, you know, the barriers uh, in terms of um, yeah, like um, capabilities of the of the tasks. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Diversification is is huge, and also, like you said, if you have those systems in place, then if you do lose somebody, then somebody else can slide into that position fairly easily without you know having to go back and and having to train them from the beginning and you know kind of start over. So I think that's great. Um, if you guys have Netflix, I think it's still on Netflix. Um, there's a documentary about McDonald's, and it's a really really yeah. interesting documentary if you're into systems because what you'll realize, and and you've probably heard a lot of people say this before, McDonald's does not have the best hamburger they do not have the best fries they, you know like they don't have the best food but the reason they've been so successful is when you get a big mac in japan it's going to taste the exact same way as if you get a big mac in italy right they've got that process down they've got kind of the the, the steps so dialed in at least that's the the goal right it might not be exactly 100 but maybe 98 you know they might have had to get the onions from somewhere different you know but mm -hmm. Generally, the the experience is going to be close enough where it, it'll be uh, it, you know won't be noticed by the end by the end customer, and that's why McDonald's has been so successful. Same things with Starbucks and all these other you know giant chains, is they've come up with these processes and they just refine them. They make them better. They make them more efficient, and that's why every year they're more and more profitable because they're able to just iterate on those systems. Just as a quick example of the kind of power that you can get when you deploy systems. Now, uh, you mentioned clockwork, uh, Mike McCall, Mike McCallowitz is one of my favorite authors. I know it is for Amy as well. We've had him on the podcast. If you could give people kind of a quick overview, cause it looks like it's, it's inspired you in, in a lot in what you're doing. So give people kind of a quick overview if you can of clockwork and how, you know, implementing a system like that, uh, would really can really help your business. 
Yeah, yeah, definitely. So it's also one of my favorite books, and uh, I'm actually a part of a, an accelerator program run by him. It's called Run Like Clockwork, and it's uh, yeah, it's it. He founded that uh, together with uh, Adrian Dorson, which is uh, like an efficiency expert. So essentially, what Clockwork does, it's um, you know, the, the the philosophy behind Clockwork, it's basically to run a business, to to create a business that run. Uh, by itself okay so basically to remove yourself out of uh, from the business and he's he's the one who created this this um, this concept about the four-week vacation which is a really beautiful concept uh, which I kind of uh, borrowed in the in this uh, business independence uh, independence test and I, I really you know kind of um, uh, reframed a lot of this the systems and uh, and um, um, the the philosophy that he's uh, covering in the book in my work and I, I kind of um, um, uh, remade it for like specifically for Amazon sellers but essentially you know the this um, the, the book it's telling you to to um, starting with understanding how you are spending your time and then finding the one the one main thing that it's the most important thing in your business, which is called the, the, the queen bee role. Uh, the queen bee role, it's basically, um, if, if you think of, uh, uh, the, the, uh, the, the bees, so bees have, you know, very uh, uh, systematized organization. So they, they, have, uh, they, they have some bees who uh, go out and, and change is you know the pollen and then uh, some other who defend the, the hive and some other who are in charge of uh, um, uh, taking care of the of the the, the, the small bees <laughs> uh, and there is a, the one uh, one uh, bee that is the queen bee and that's that's all uh, that uh, goes around uh, the the whole hive basically uh, lives around this queen bee which is the one who is laying eggs so the whole life of the the hive uh, it's depending on this on this role that the the queen bee has which is lying eggs so with from this example he's he's basically uh, taking this example to to, to business and uh, saying that basically every business has a queen bee role. So you should find what it is your queen bee role in your business in order to understand what is the most important task, the most important thing that you should focus on. And that's the one that you should defend the most. You, you should serve and spend the most time on, okay? So that's why it's so important to understand how you're spending your time because maybe you are spending time on doing several other stuff that it's taking, taking time and effort out from the, the queen bee role, the most important thing. So for Amazon business, some might say the, the, your, the, depend, that depends on you, you know, it's not just for uh, one thing for every Amazon sellers. For you might be the most important thing in your business would be to, to run super efficient uh, PPC ads. For some other, the queen, the queen bee role might be product development. Uh, for some others might be logistics or, or uh, design and, and so on. So just find out what that is and make sure you protect that task and serve it and try to, to, uh, to outsource or eliminate as much as possible everything that is distracting from, from doing and performing that main major uh, 
tasks in your in your business and then you you need to you need to basically capturing the systems um and uh creating creating a team and uh that eventually ends up with uh, this four week vacation that i mentioned which basically is is not you really taking a vacation from your business uh, it's actually your business taking a vacation from you because uh, most of the time we don't realize that we are the main bottleneck of our business okay so we have to get out of our way you know we need to think more as entrepreneurs and uh, like shareholders business owners instead of employees of our business okay so it's a mindset shift it's 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 not much about doing like you you will still do the same thing but approaching in a different way you have to think like a share you are a shareholder of your business an entrepreneur so that your job is to create jobs okay so that's one of the main messages of the, of the book your job as an entrepreneur is to create jobs okay so so mike it's it's a very funny guy so he always make fun of the um, make jokes saying like uh you like shame on you if you are working in your business because you're you're stealing jobs from other people that could work in your business okay so that's funny i think it's funny but it's also very true because um, as, as a as an entrepreneur you really should um focus on on growing the business on the visionary level uh, of your business so so that you know your your main task is to is to hand over dif different uh, jobs to to other people so to create jobs that's how actually i really love this this idea because it's it's an idea of abundance of prosperity okay so you're not focusing on cramming tasks on productivity no you're focusing on giving other people jobs uh sharing the, the wealth sharing prosperity so that's that's what i i think uh, your business should be and yeah so really that's how i live also my business and but it is still a work in progress. <laughs> I'm also trying to 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 uh, applying everything that Mike's uh, uh, um, it's teaching. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. So just to share uh, with the audience. So, you know, I've been an entrepreneur since I was like 19 and I've read a lot of business books. Right. And so what, what I kind of landed with is, you know, Mike McCallowitz, the reason why I think so many people resonate with him is not only is he teaching you uh, you know, uh, kind of the concept, but he also gives you a lot of tools to implement, right? I hate reading books. And then you walk away from those books and it's kind of like, oh, now what? Right. Whereas Mike gives like printable templates, all these things. It's going to sound like a commercial for Mike, but it's part of the reason I love Mike is because he gives you a lot of actionable advice. Not only that, but we always talk about systems being kind of the, the basis for your business, right? Like the foundation, like literal foundation of your business. So, you know, if you don't have a good foundation in place, it doesn't matter if you're doing PPC, if you're sourcing great products, it doesn't matter what you're doing further down the road. If you don't have that, that, that good foundation to build from after this episode, go listen to uh, episode 47. That's when we have Mike on. We talk about uh, clockwork. We also talk about profit first. I think those are, you know, if you're just starting out in business right now, I would say those are the first, some of the earliest books you you should read. I would go with um, Robert Kiyosaki, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, then uh, Profit First, then Clockwork, uh, and then 80-20. And then, I, you know, uh, help me if there's a book I'm missing here. But those would probably be my first four books I would read if I was just starting on any business, not an, even an e-com or Amazon business. Um 
get in into those, read those and, and put them into place. I think if you get those early on, it's going to save you so much headache. You're actually going to know your numbers of your, in your business. You're going to be able to have less stress. You're going to be able to, you know, know what your profit is. You're going to be able to, uh, you know, take vacations, all those things so early on. If you, if you, if you build that house with a good foundation, um, anything I'm, I'm missing there, Gian? Yeah, I totally agree. I love those books. I read all of them. And uh, what I can add, you know, a few, a couple more books that I Please. really love are yeah. uh, Traction. Also, it's a very good book, Traction, and uh, and also Essentialism. That's also like a really good book. I I've read twice already because uh, yeah, it it's just uh, setting up a movement of people thinking like uh, about what is essential, what is important. So you really, really need to focus on the most important because we are living really in the in the most uh, crowded era of all time. You know, we, there is overwhelm of everything. There is too much information, too much opinions around, too, too, many, too many options of everything. So it's really time to, to get back to the basics and focus on the most important things. And that's really like a great book to go over because, yeah, it's, uh, it really teaches that in a, in, a, in a very profound way. And it's very interesting. Love that. All right. We're at the time of the show where we want everybody to know where they can get a hold of you. Uh, let us know what you're up to, what, what's coming next, anything you want to uh, let people know uh, how to find you. Yeah, for sure. So guys, you can find me uh, on, um, but just by listening the my, my podcast, uh, the seller process dot the, the seller process and the website link. It's uh, the seller process dot com. Uh, you will find their interviews uh, with uh, with uh, Amazon experts, uh, coaches, consultants, agency owners, uh, talking about systems, processes, and SOPs for Amazon sellers and e-commerce entrepreneurs, also in general. Uh, one thing I would like to to give uh, to to the audience today, if, um, you know, is this this uh, task tracker that um that um, we've been talking about so you guys can actually download it i think there is going to be um, um a link in the in the show notes or or you can go to the sellerprocess.com slash task tracker you can download for free this uh, this task tracker so you can start using it in your business and uh, and if you are really interested in in uh, knowing more I, I will because because I, I'm still kind of uh, at the beginning of this uh, of this project, the seller process. Uh, although I've been selling on, uh, I have e-commerce experience of like six seven years now, uh, but uh, um, now I'm basically creating more and more um, systems and procedures for Amazon sellers, which will be in the future um, like offered for sale, but for now I'm, I'm, I'm really open to give it away to, to some like selected people in exchange for feedback. So if you guys are interested, just, uh, go to the, to the, um, uh, to the link that I just shared before and, um, and, uh, sign up, um, sign up and I will select, I will select, uh, just, uh, 10 people to, to, you know, really give away everything that I know in exchange for feedback. So that's my, my offer today. It's all oh. for free, but it will be just 10 people. Awesome. Thanks so much, Jan. Really appreciate it. Uh, everybody who's listening, thank you guys for coming in here live to, to the uh, Zoom meeting. If you want to join us live, we, we let you guys in every week uh, to interact with our guests, sellaroundtable.com forward slash live. 
We're on all the major podcast platforms, YouTube, all that fun stuff. If you haven't yet, please rate, review, subscribe. We really appreciate when you guys do that. Let somebody know if, uh, if they're just starting out on their e-com journey. Uh, you know, a lot of people are charging thousands of dollars for courses. You can tell them, oh, you can get all that stuff for free on this podcast. So thank you guys so much uh, for being with us. And we will see you guys next time on the Sell Around Table. Thanks for tuning in. Join us every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time for live Q&A and bonus content after the recording at SellerRoundTable.com. Sponsored by the ultimate software tool for Amazon sales and growth, SellerSEO.com and AmazingAtHome.com.